0: Howdy, this is Karen, and you have landed on the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm very glad you're here. Would you please do me a favor and like, follow, and also share this podcast with someone you love? Or even better, with someone you don't like so much that you're not fond of. Maybe they need it. Maybe it'll help them in ways you can't fathom. Either way, if you would share it, I would greatly appreciate it. And don't forget, if you get a chance, download it. Download numbers help in the world of podcasting. And I'm definitely trying to get this podcast out there and notice for more people to tune into. That's my goal. This is what God has put in my heart. So I'd appreciate your help. And just to remind you, if you go to womaninspired.com, that's W-O-M-A-N inspired.com, you'll get more information about this podcast, how to schedule me for a speaking engagement, books I've written, all the good things. Womaninspired.com. Okay, so today we're talking about spinning out of control. And to kick things off, I have a couple of pod quotes for you. The first one is by Chuck Swindoll. Anything under God's control is actually never out of control. I love that. I just I have to remind myself of that frequently. And here's one with a little bit lighter note. Problems are like washing machines. They twist. They spin. They knock us around, but in the end, we come out cleaner, brighter, and better than before. (laughs) We hope so, don't we? That's anonymous, unknown, have no idea who said it, but I just repeated it. All right. Do you remember when we were little kids and we would have someone close their eyes and we'd turn them around in a circle several times, then everyone would kind of stand back as they, this person opened their eyes and attempted to walk We'd all laugh because they could hardly stand up. They looked like what we'd imagined someone who was drunk looked like. And then we all took turns waiting to be wound up, spun around and open our eyes to a world that was dizzy. And oh, how fun we thought that was. We giggled like crazy. And what about the days of getting on one of those little merry-go-rounds at the park? Do you remember the metal ones that had bars dividing it kind of like a pie and you had to hang on to those metal bars? They had them on playgrounds and at parks. You could stand right in the middle of it, and if you did, you would slowly spin around, but it wasn't the same as if you ended up having to stand in between those bars because watch out, you had to hang on for dear life. Some strong kid or an adult would inevitably spin that thing so hard that if you didn't hold on tight you were going to fly off and of course everyone was just a little dizzy and unsettled when it stopped and it's amazing how we thought that was so much fun when we were little and yet today as an adult I think I couldn't handle that heck my own life is making me dizzy enough as it is sometimes I just want off this crazy ride But there are days I feel that way. It's like things keep spinning around and around. And sometimes I feel like that little kid on the merry-go-round who wants off or who wants to make it to the middle so they can stand up instead of getting flung to the metal floor holding on for dear life. So I'm not sure about you, but sometimes I feel like I've jumped onto some crazy dizzy making tilt-a-whirl merry-go-round thing. You know, oftentimes by my own doing, I confess (laughs) though not always, but sometimes my own doing. Sometimes I've added a hundred tasks to my to-do list on top of tackling my everyday chores and job relationships, speaking, writing, podcasting, and other commitments. And and somewhere I I must've been thinking, Hey, this could be fun. (laughs) Or at the very least I might be productive and it would feel good to fulfill this to-do list. You know, if I was able to help someone or else, you know, at the very least get something done. But in all reality, it turned out I should have just hung upside down on the monkey bars and left that little spinning device to someone else. Because sometimes life makes me feel like I'm in a horrible rerun of a bad playground incident when I was younger. You know, it happened more than once. I, I can I can envision it now. I, I would jump on the merry-go-round and then all of a sudden some super strong pop eyed spinach-eating incredible hulk looking, overachieving kid decided to spin it. Not just your average everyday kid, but the incredible hulk looking one. You know, or or the one time I volunteered to close my eyes and be spun around when that same superhuman kid who must have I don't know, been raised around radioactive waste at five foot tall, iron pumping ten year old three times bigger than the rest of us kids, would push their way to the front to spin me around really hard. That's the kind of nightmare sometimes I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm that kid again and I can't seem to stop the dizzying effects of being forcefully spun around. Can you believe that spinning like that just doesn't have that same giggling-inducing reaction to, for me anymore? <laughs> the idea was mine um, and the Scientific Marvel comic Hydra member took advantage of it because I didn't want to be spun that hard when I was little. Boy, does my life seem like that at times now. I've made a choice. I'm stepping into it. I went a certain direction, and then boom, some strong evil force grabs a hold and takes me for a spin. That's what I feel like sometimes. Caught in a cycle, going round and round, feeling like everything is spinning out of control at times. I was going to title this podcast Various Things, but as I started taking notes on what I wanted to share, the title morphed from Caught in a Cycle to Out for a Spin, and then stuck on spin cycle and and then spinning out of control seemed much more appropriate it's like the more you spin around the more you need to stop but once you stop you're so dizzy you're like oh no I can't handle this so you realize that just sitting there dizzy isn't getting you anywhere so you hop back on this ride thinking that will help things and you can control it um I better jump back on that crazy ride and see if I can get somewhere why do we do that (laughs) All it does is get us closer to needing ginger ale and soda crackers to calm our stomachs down. I, <laughs> But that's the way we are. It's so human. And when I think about things that have us going in circles today, I, I don't just think about the my mega to-do list that I keep adding to or hectic schedules and keeping up with this ever dizzying world of politics and world chaos around us. I also think about the simple things in life. You know, take your health, for example. Like if you need some medicine, it's a scary proposition anymore. At times it can make you feel like you're caught in a circle of unending questions. There are times my brain has felt overloaded when I've been prescribed a new medication. It's like my brain gets stuck on spin cycle ad nauseam till I feel like everything is totally out of control. It's a lot of information if you seek it out. Spin cycle in the washing machine is supposed to help wring out the water and leave your laundry ready for, for drying, fluffing, and wearing, but the cycle itself is pretty rough. That little cycle spins those clothes hard and fast, and God forbid you get one little old towel or part of a hoodie sitting the wrong way, and it, then it might not be able to self-adjust. Have you ever had that happen? Do you know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden your washing machine sounds like someone put a large boulder in it and it, it clangs and bangs and it starts to walk across the floor a little bit. If you get one little thing wrong with a medication or you take it at the wrong time of day or with the wrong food, it can make your whole body feel like it has a boulder inside clanging around or or like you're stuck in a washing machine. It can be rough. So let's say you take something during the day so you don't retain water, and you end up tinkling all day long because your body is expelling fluid, which helps with the water retention. That was the purpose, right? But you don't want to be up tinkling all night long because you need some sleep. So then you take something that gives you better bladder control at night, so you don't have to get up all night long to tinkle. But then you wake up with big time water retention because you didn't do any tinkling throughout the night your body didn't do what it could have done the past eight hours so you didn't release the excess fluid so when you get up in the morning your kidneys ache and your ankles are puffy and your face is puffy puffy (laughs) your face is puffy (laughs) so yet again you, you you take something during the day like a diuretic so you can tinkle more so you can reduce the swelling and puffiness in your ankles and your face But then again, you get to the end of your workday, ready for rest and relaxation, and you're still tinkling every hour on the hour, and you're afraid you won't get any sleep. So you take another pill to help control your bladder so you're not up all night tinkling again. Then you wake up in the morning retaining water, and the cycle goes on and on and on. It spins and spins and then spins some more. Where does it stop? Your body and brain feel like you're on a never-ending spin cycle, just whirling out of control. I used to know someone who had a difficult time being energized during the day. So when she started a new job, she wanted to make sure she could stay wide awake and alert um, and and do her job the way that she should do her job. And so she started drinking caffeine and eventually that caffeine turned into energy drinks. And she was doing that throughout her workday to make sure she was awake and alert. But then she was so wide awake come 10 p.m. that she couldn't fall asleep. So after a few days with almost no sleep, she decided she best take something to sleep at night, which indeed did make her sleep through the night. But then she felt so groggy the next day, she felt like she needed to take even more caffeine and drink more energy drinks throughout the day so she could function to get her work done. That way, she was alert, awake, and spry during the day. And then here she went again. Nighttime would eventually come around and ta-da, she had to take something even stronger to make her sleep. She was stuck in this dizzying spin cycle and that spin cycle became completely out of control for her. Instead of being able to stop that cycle, it got worse. She was desperate. She tried this medicine and that medicine and went to the doctor and, and some to stay awake and some to sleep. Eventually she ended up ruining her health. She became so thin and her immune system was so just completely shot She was unhealthy and she actually had to go to a drug rehab eventually to get help and out of this cycle where she was spinning out of control. I have to say that because of that and some of my own experiences, I'm not a fan of the spin cycles of life. One time I got stuck in a really bad cycle dealing with dieting. The words from Proverbs 19:21 stick in my head when I think about this particular season in my life. It says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And the reason that sticks out for me is because I sure had my own plans. I had many plans that I executed without seeking God. And I praise God that the Lord's purpose stood And it still stands today. And my own actions outside his will for my life didn't totally mess up the purpose he had for me because it could have happened that way. Because I got stuck in a cycle spinning out of control, seriously out of control for a while. Well, a dieting and an extreme exercise cycle to be more specific. I mean, it's funny how I can look back now and see the pitfalls and signs of danger that led me straight into the cycle I ended up sucked into and stuck in but I couldn't see it while I was in it. But I didn't really want to see it either. I believe wholeheartedly and have learned from experience that when we put ourselves headlong into something, we need to pray about it first. But back then, I didn't pray about it. I still occasionally have a tendency to thrust myself into the middle of something or on some journey that I don't belong on without praying first. But most of the time, If I do that, I get one to two steps in and I'm like, oh crap, Karen, this is not the direction I was supposed to be headed. Uh, Karen, you forgot to even pray about this. Back up. Try again. You know, a long time ago, my dad gave me a magnet that's still on my refrigerator today and it says, God allows U-turns. I try hard to remember that because like I did so many years ago with attempting to lose weight, I went in the wrong direction completely and I got stuck spinning out of control. I didn't feel like I could turn back around then. I just got stuck on what seemed like an endless cycle of dieting and exercise, basically until I crashed and burned. What it ended up doing was seriously harming my health. It took me a good year or more to recover from inappropriate eating and extreme exercise, all in an attempt to lose weight and look a certain way. I was so concerned that I wouldn't get speaking engagements if I didn't lose weight and look just so that I did. An old friend of mine told me that I was doing great with my speaking engagements, uh, but no one would ever reschedule me or refer me to others unless I lost weight and looked a certain way. Because she said, that's just the way the world works and you need to look better than you do right now if you want to be successful. I told her I didn't agree with her and, and I didn't, but somewhere in the back of my head, she planted a seed and that seed grew. I look back on things now, and and even today I think, why did I believe that? But I believed it. I ended up believing it. Now I can see when someone reaches out to me to inquire about speaking that no one, not ever, has asked me what my weight is. They never ask me what size dress I wear before they ask me to speak or sign a contract. They never ask me if I have blemishes on my face or if my hair is falling out or if I dye my hair or if I have freckles or anything. And I do get referrals. No matter what size I am and have been, which has fluctuated up and down my entire life, it has not stopped anyone that I know of from seeking me out to speak at an event. But back then, I got it in my head that I had to lose weight and look a certain way or I wouldn't be able to reach women for God. So I stopped taking my regular medications for my thyroid because I felt like they were making me gain weight or at the very least keeping me from losing weight. I ate Very little, and I exercised for up to two to three hours a day. And it worked. I lost weight very quickly, 55 pounds to be exact, in a very short period of time. But what I later learned after becoming very sick and having to go to the ER was that I put myself into a thyroid storm. I could have died. I could have had a stroke. I don't know that that instance was the thing that caused my thyroid to become worse, but since then, And this was many years ago, but since then I've had more than one thyroid storm, not because of poor diet and medication issues like the first time, but just because my thyroid became messed up. It's taken me many years to get to a point where my thyroid is balanced and healthy. Am I the size that I would like to be? No, but I'm healthier much healthier than I was back then. I'm not stuck in this cycle of thinking I have to lose weight or else. I haven't lost enough weight. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I have to exercise at least in another hour, maybe two more hours. That's how I was. My brain, my body was spinning out of control focusing my brain on food, water, weight, exercise, stepping on the scale, looking in the mirror, attempting to rest but being unable to because my body was so messed up, and then praying for God to help me focus and feel better, all the while sabotaging myself. And then I'd get up the next day and start that same cycle and all that train of thought all over again, day upon day upon day. I was stuck spinning out of control. And I was usurping God's will for my life. I was getting in the mix where I didn't belong. I was going my own direction. I was trying to take control of my path, thinking that the answers were in the flesh. He had me on a spiritual journey and I was trying to control it through the flesh because I didn't know where I was headed. And my flesh was something I could control. But what I did was spin out of control. I needed to heed what it says in Psalm 37 23, 24. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. The Lord was holding me all the while. Are you like me? That sometimes you forget that, that the Lord is holding you, that you don't have to worry about all of these things that you worry about where your, your brain is spinning over and over again. Here I was concerned that I, uh, the thing that I knew he called me to do, I wouldn't be able to do because I didn't look a certain way. Would he have called me to it if that mattered? No. But I wasn't delighting myself in him. I was delighting myself in the idea of losing weight. I didn't remember what it said in Psalm 37, 23, 24. But feeling like things are constantly spinning around and around, you know, cyclical in nature. Well, that is the nature of being a human being. It's not just relegated to the hard things or the big things like being addicted to drugs or extreme weight loss, desperation and deprivation. It is simply the nature of nature. I mean, if if you don't believe me, think about the earth, this amazing beautiful creation God put together with intricate measure, precise timing, and beautiful strokes of what could only be an artist's brush. I I think God is an amazing artist. This earth, it spins constantly. The earth is constantly spinning on its axis. In fact, it spins in a complete circle every 24 hours or so. That's about a thousand miles per hour. And yet we don't feel it. It greatly affects us, but we don't see it. And I think, wow, that's that sums up God in so many ways. If you can sum up God, it's a lot like God, so much like him to put things into place that we can't see. And we don't really realize are going on around us, but that benefit us, that protect us, that help us. He's got it all in tow. He's got it intact. He's handling it without us even feeling it. If I had remembered this, I wouldn't have taken my weight loss journey into my own hands without consulting God about it in any way whatsoever. I would have rested in knowing that he would guide me to optimal health, no matter what that looked like to other people. And he would guide me as to how my speaking ministry would grow and best be served. Believe me though, when I say that I know all too well, the crazy dizzying effects of just this everyday life, the day in and the day out, everything from the small things like the nuisance of doing laundry and dishes and sweeping and mopping and Oh, yeah, the aggravation of trying to get the gooey sticky stuff off that place on, on where a price tag leaves, you know, behind you, pull it off. And it, yeah, that aggravation. Those are the small things, right, that feel huge some days because the big things are so overwhelming. Sometimes I can't even come close to grasping the small things because the big things seem so heavy, like the world is just spinning out of control. I feel all those things. Do you? I mean, do you feel them? The way things seem to spin more and more out of control as time goes on. The stress from relationships, money, problems, health issues, personal rejection, today's political atmosphere, and so many other things on a daily basis. They're out there spinning around. But when I think of all these things, I have to remember how small they really are. Even the things that seem so great, so hurtful, so mind-blowing, and so heavy, even the things that make me feel like the world is spinning out of control. Not sure what I'm talking about? I mean, just look around. The past four years alone, the wars, terrorism, crime, financial issues, people starving, churches closing their doors, riots, violence, and, and that's all national and global stuff. That doesn't include more small scale, personal level things that seem kind of always out of our control as, as families and individuals. It might all be a little bit different for each of us, but many of us see a bit of everything and we have it in common, like ailments and aging, financial strain, poverty, addiction, health issues, mental health issues, so many things that can make us feel like the world is spinning out of control. And yet I've learned that I don't have to handle any or all of that on my own. And in fact, much of that, I don't handle at all. I can't handle it on my own anyhow, and I definitely have no control over any of it. The amazing blessing is that I don't have to handle some of that, and I don't have to try to control any of it because God is taking care of it, the big stuff and the little stuff. I'm thankful that I am out of control. Tag God, you're it. I'm out. You can have it all. I don't want to have control of it. I don't want to try to control it anymore. Because I wasn't doing a great job when I was trying to control it anyhow. And truthfully, I don't know what all God handles, so I don't have to. I can only fathom the things he takes care of or moves out of my way before I even get to them. Because there's so many things I don't even see. I know I don't have to worry about the earth rotating and spinning. I don't have to worry about the sun shining and the rain falling down or the gravitational pull. I don't have to worry about these enormous things, whether or not the oxygen is here when I want to breathe it in. I can't see it, but I know God has placed it here. And I cannot see him, but I know he's here. And just like when the wind blows, I can't see the actual wind, but I can feel it and I can see the effects of the wind as it blows the leaves on the trees and feel how cooling it is on my skin in the middle of a hot day. I can't see him, but I can see the effect that he has on my life and I can feel him. So I have to read the Bible and remind myself that he's got this handled. Whatever this is, whatever this is today that I need handled, he's got it. He'll guide me and tell me what to do. And then I just need to stay out of his way, stay in him and glorify him for it, but stay out of his way. You know, he's got it handled the yesterday, the today and all my tomorrows. He's got them handled worrying about it all, repeating it over and over in my head and letting my thoughts spin on spin cycle, attempting to control things will not make it better. And it won't make me actually able to control any of it. Because again, I don't have to, and neither do you. Matthew six twenty seven twenty eight 28 says, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Matthew is telling us that all of creation, the rest of creation, besides us human beings, gets it. The flowers get it. They don't worry. They don't spin and toil because they already know that God is taking care of all things, that he's already given them these beautiful blooms and painted them these beautiful colors. The birds of the air, the lilies of the valley, he's taking care of them too. And and worry and spinning life and its made-up scenarios in our heads isn't going to do anything except make things more difficult for us. These earthly, non-eternal stressors that we put over and over and over in our heads is not going to make us live longer or better lives. It's not going to give us peace of mind. It's not going to save us. Only God can do that. And he is doing that. Jesus Christ is doing that. I just have to get out of his way and out of the spin zone so I can have that peace that comes from knowing that every minute... Every second, every flower petal, every piece of laundry, every relationship, every open wound I have, every piece of heavy hurt, hurt, heavy hurt that I'm nursing, it's all in his hands, my ministry, my health, my weight, are all in his hands. Yeah, I have to do my part, but I must first seek him on what it is, he says, my part is not go my own way, attempting to control the journey and the outcome. I also try hard to remember that were it not for the spin cycle on the washing machine, my clothes would be dripping wet and there's no way I would toss them in the dryer or be able to hang them out on a clothesline to get them dry enough to wear because they would be dripping. And my hands are not strong enough to wring those out. And there are times when life seems like it's spinning off its axis, but God has it in hand. He has a plan. He's got the spin cycle has a purpose and a timing in those spin cycles. We have to just make sure we don't try to control the spin because I'm not sure about you, but I can tend to be all about the control. And if I assert myself into things, attempting to control them, then I feel like I'm on that merry-go-round again, holding on for dear life about ready to get thrown off of it. Or I feel like I do when I have to dash across the house frantic because my washing machine is on spin cycle with some clothes in it, all askew, topsy turvy, banging against the walls in the laundry room. You know, I have to dash fast so I can stop that loud clang, clang, clang. And on a side note, I saw a cartoon. (laughs) I saw a cartoon one time of this woman doing laundry and she was holding onto her washing machine as it was obviously rocking around, going crazy on the spin cycle. And in one part, she was shouting as she hoisted herself up onto the washing machine, trying to keep it from banging around the laundry room. She had her full body lying across it, trying to keep it from rocking around the room. And she was shouting, God, please help me get off this crazy spin cycle. And the next thing you knew in the next square, it said three minutes later, she was half asleep, still clinging to the washing machine as she muttered, thank you, God, for the best massage I've had in years. (laughs) What has you feeling like you're spinning out of control lately? Can you identify it? Is it something you're not supposed to be trying to control? Is it the small stuff or the big stuff, the, the deep hurt kind of stuff that won't seem to let you have peace? I encourage you to remember that God is the one that started the spinning and there may be a purpose in it. And if you remember to talk to him about it, not add worry to the spinning and just let him give you rest when you need it, you just might find a blessing in the middle of it all. Maybe a massage here and there. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I get tired of complaining about the clamoring, the clanging and the banging and about the dizziness and craziness of feeling like I'm stuck on spin cycle. things spinning out of control. I don't want to be a complainer. I want to be like the cartoon lady who's trying to control the, the spin cycle, but finally gives in and just says in the middle of that spinning, thank you, God. I want to be that person that says, thank you, God. James 1, 2 through 4 says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. There's purpose in the spinning. And like the quote from Chuck Twindall, if God is in control, then nothing is out of control. I want to persevere. I want to be holding on wherever it is God has me, even if I feel like it's spinning out of control. Because I know that I do not have to be in control. Thank God I don't. When it comes down to it, I think, who can spin the world on its axis a thousand miles an hour and still not let one of his precious creations go flying off of it? Only God. Who else can take what is burned up in ashes and bring it back to life? Who else can heal the sick and raise the dead? Who else knows you well enough to know the number of hairs on your head or the lack thereof? Who else can take dry bones and revive them? Who else can look at all this craziness in the world and still say, I love you. And who else will be able to say to you one day when you see him face to face, well done, my good and faithful servant. Only the Lord. Only the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning into the Woman Inspire podcast today. And on that note, I've got some laundry I need to do. Have a blessed day.